everyone. I am Carrie Fulmeck. And I'm Carolyn Charles. And we are from the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Welcome to Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Tune in to find out a ton about our horses, your horses, how they can change people's lives, personal wellness, and hear from loads and loads of wonderful guest speakers. So whether it's discussing how to hear and work with your horses in a different way, how to be selfful for you, horse welfare, or just to chat about life in general and have a good laugh, you are in the absolute right place. This is a podcast for life changers. And so it's a podcast for you. We are all life changers. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Always happy to have Beyond Podcasts here. Oh, it is kind of exciting. The gals from the Equine Connection. And today, this is a little, I don't know if it's a pet peeve or if it's to help you when you are determining what kind of a certification you are looking for. And I know most of you, of course, we would. It's always the welfare of the horse. We, if we're not looking after the horse, then we are not doing uh, justice to them in their actual solid natural teaching. We're actually using them. And of course, it's the, against the law here at the Equine Connection to use horses. We partner and allow them to literally be the teachers. So we actually wanted to talk about pictures. Yeah, because this is, like you said, it's an irk point, I think. When we look through and we see pictures that other companies are using to be able to market their programming, but then when you actually take a look deeper uh, into the picture and you look at the horse, the horse is not saying what you would think one would want the horse to be saying on these types of things. Like the horse is looking maybe a little distressed or worried or concerned, and that's not exactly what you'd think people would want to be representing their businesses, businesses with. So some key points, I know we've always said, you know, make sure you look at reviews, take a look at their website, take a look at their social media platforms, but really take a look at all the pictures that they have to go with everything that they are representing. Because a picture is worth a thousand words. Yep, it is. And, you know, talking with uh, beautiful people in our lives who are on that natural horsemanship training, who've been around for as long as earth has begun and you know they were the old the old way and they've come to understand we got to learn more and more and more about horses because they're telling us they're trying to tell us through how they communicate and in their language what it is that they're needing from us and it's always us that do have to make the adjustments and the changes so I know dealing with them as well is that's one thing they have brought up a lot on because they do a lot of conferences as well. So, you know, they've looked at, you know, brochures or their websites or the social media platforms and they're presenting a certification that demonstrates to the eye, if you're looking at the horse, that this horse is not in the best place mm -hmm. to be presented with. So if you're wanting... And, and here's the thing. We as humans do this. We look at the picture of the humans who are smiling. So you see our eye is naturally attracted to the human first, but that's where you gotta do the sneaky sneak, which is the <laughs> sneaky sneak is look to the horse first. So any picture you're ever looking at, look at the horse, then look at the picture of the people because the horse, oh my goodness, so many pictures we have seen and. So this many. horse is, these horses are feeling so unsafe. They're saying it through their entire bodies, and yet 
they're marketing these pictures as come and join us. Like, look at what we do with horses. And yet you're like, oh, yeah. it's, it's almost uncomfortable to look at when you start looking at the right thing in a picture. Because if you didn't, if you don't know, and you don't know what you don't know until you, so you do know, know, we say regularly. But if you didn't know, and you didn't know anything about horses, maybe it would be like, oh, this is a great little picture. But for horse certifications and horse programs, you should know better to then to know what you're actually looking at with the horse. So putting up a picture just because the people are smiley, it's you got to look deeper. You got to look a little bit further into things to make sure that the welfare of the horse is always being taken care of. Always. I, absolutely. And I, I think for, and again, I still say, you know, in this beautiful little tribe and the people who follow us in, in our family, the whole nine yards is we really are, it has to be the welfare of the horse because if we're not going to look after these living beings and we're going to use them as a tool, I, I just don't understand how we're going to help a human being. It's because a liability. It you is know, a liability. Like, if a horse yeah. don't feel safe, your clients aren't going to be safe. Mm-hmm. So it really is up to us as human beings to know what's important to us in a certification. Well, number one thing, horse does have to feel safe. Yeah, no horse, no program. And it, Exactly. And then how does it roll with your clients? Even if you're using them from afar and you're just looking at them, like it's just so important that we just keep them the foundation of everything that we do because the humans make their decisions as they're learning through how the horse actually speaks because it's their culture, their language. It's not human no. culture and human language that we're going for. We're going for their language because they're the prey animals. They're the ones that feel more than anything. We as humans think and feel. They only feel and they don't have that prefrontal cortex. So No, they aren't saying like... You know, a lot of times people put words in the horse's mouth, too, that are human emotion pieces. Well, you can't say, oh, the horse believes you to be this and this and this. The horse doesn't. The horse is just feeling what you, you know, reacting from your stimulus, and that's all they can do is react like a horse. So adding on the extra humanisms piece of it isn't fair to them either. That goes back to them being used. Absolutely. I know, me personally, I would love to save all horses. Right? But we can't. No. All of us humans who are, and for all of you who have rescues, like, I know you are loaded to the nine with rescues too. Like, you want to save them all, but it's so, so hard. That's why it's our job on earth. When you know what you you know, then that's when you have to change it and share it and help others. So we're helping more horses globally around the world to feel the safest that they can instead of us humans controlling situations and not allowing them to actually speak to us. Nope, you're not allowed to do that. Nope, yeah. get out of my space. Nope, don't do that. Yeah, and there's always a respect piece. That's how oh, you, they, absolutely. you know what I mean? Like there still is all of the horsemanship side, absolutely. But you still have to listen to what they're actually saying. Otherwise, you do go to a used place. And like we were saying before, that's not a safe program at that point. Because then yeah. you have created a liability that you have not listened to your horses. And they're repeating you, repeatedly telling you something. That's when you get into biking, biting and kicking and badness mode, right? If you're not actually Those behaviors yeah. have to start existing because they have no other way to display it. Yeah. And let's talk about that prefrontal cortex for a bit. Because I always love the science that goes along with their, their brains. Because 
again, when you understand that it's literally coming from a brain that's been dissected and understanding through the research how they've done this, we want to understand that because it will help us to understand the horse better. And so basically with the prefrontal cortex, they just don't have that piece that offers the cues and the problem solving and that sort of thing that that humans have. So they can't sit back and think, oh, I wonder if I would upset Carrie if I decided to tell her this right now. That's not even a thought (laughs) process that they have. They say, I feel this, I do this, right? Like it's just in that moment and instantly. They don't have the problem solving piece. Well, if I react this way this time, next time, will I get a treat still? That's not how their brains work. So they don't have the ability to actually do those pieces. Whereas people keep saying, you know, like even going through a program, oh, well, they've learned to do this because of this. Well, no, not necessarily. They still have to keep themselves safe at the beginning and end of everything. So it's, yeah, it always makes me laugh when people think that they're, they don't like me. They don't, can't even think of terms of I like you or I don't like you. That's human. It's I feel safe or I don't feel safe. So I react true. to stimulus. That's it. And you know, the one cool thing that we as humans and horses have in common is that uh, stacked memory. And mm-hmm. that is why, because people ask about that, because horses live in a moment. So they don't live in past and they don't live in future. However, because they have stacked memories just like humans, that means they actually have a memory that they can pull back on. So something they see or something they smell, something they feel, they recall that picture in Mm -hmm. their brain, which is super duper cool because even if you think of, you know, lots of people have said before, uh, this mare doesn't like men. Yeah. Or red hats. Or red hats. Like, it's a a simple thing. And that's for sure. That's a truth. So it's not because they're living in a past moment. Something has triggered triggered that staff memory to come forward. So they're like, oh, I'm going to uh, relay this to what I know from the past. But they don't keep living in there. But at that moment, it's like having PTSD. It's going to put them in that state of not feeling safe reaction so you know this is where we can help our horses to have new stacked memories so that those are the ones that they are also recalling because yes they definitely have memory well it's even like with training horse they say you can never leave it on a bad note right like you can't be on a timeline when you're training horse because you need to leave that stacked memory as the ending off on a good note right otherwise you created a stacked memory that is teaching them the opposite right so you have exactly. to keep on going. That's what the repetition and the consistency is. Like like kids, you gotta have this dogs. All you gotta have consistency. All the time. Oh darn and, gluten. And it's really important so that they can create those stacked memories. And unfortunately, it can be like if it is the red hat or say men or women or whatever it is that they're maybe frightened of. That means that there's been a consistent piece in the past that has allowed them to continue to build these stacked memories as well. But they're incredibly emotionally intelligent like mm-hmm. they're huge but they just don't have the problem solving and those capabilities and you know i know somebody out there is gonna be like well my horse problem solved how to get through our gate and get through that. <laughs> now your horse saw an ability to get through there to get to grass or whatever it is i want that i get that <laughs> the grass is always greener on the other side yeah and they may have even seen that that gate opens by doing this again that goes back to the stacked memory piece as well yeah not an emotional problem solving piece to it Right. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) No, it's so super cool. I love the horse brain because it allows us to be in a more, uh, I guess, empathetic piece Mm -hmm. is what I feel because you think more in that feeling for them. Oh, my goodness. Even the other day we were 
uh, even riding a kokanee. And oh, now I forget what I was going to say. It was about the agenda. Yeah, like even the intention that we were bringing to him, he was reacting from our stimulus because our think and our feel were not on the same page and what it was. We just had a task. Not at the now. Exactly. So, you know, the nice piece is we're aware of this. So we took the time to readjust ourselves, listen to what it was he was doing, and we had to change what it was we were doing and approaching him. And that. That just made, well, night and day difference. Like, there's so many times when someone will say, no, it's the horse who's having the behavior. It's the horse who's not listening, or it's the horse who's not doing good. He's a, what does Jane always call them? A naughty boy. Um, Naughty boy. A naughty boy. But, you know, once you understand how their brains work, now our human brains always go to, Something is going on with one of us. What did we miss? What did we miss? Or what are we coming in with? Are we here in our moment? Are we really living in that future piece? And if it does come down to the point where, like, it is the horse, the horse, that's usually going to be, like, a pain thing or something Mm. that is, like, internally that they have to react to again because they can only think, act, and respond like a horse. So if you switch everything up, check into, is it a pain issue? Is it, uh, you know, like... Do they have something going teeth, on with their feet? Teeth and teeth, man. Teeth, they're yeah. always the thing I look at. Because otherwise, you can really adjust. And he's moving with Faye. It was moving around when trying to get on her. And I went up to her and put my hands on her back, and she was fine. Why? Because she knew I had zero intention of getting on her back <laughs> yeah. whatsoever, that that wasn't happening at that moment. So she reacted differently because the intention was different, too. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Even after you've had a horse for quite a while, which we've had Faye for quite a while, but... All of a sudden, my my language, I guess, to her, something was off with her, and she was getting very foul. Like, she was pre-warning me mm-hmm. many a times. She was coming in for a nip, and, of course, you block it, and you don't allow her to do that because, of course, who wants to be bit? No. I don't want to be bit. So it really made me wake up, and, of course, I called in um, one of my favorite horse trainers, Chris Irwin, Irwin. Yeah. and he said, Carrie, let's do an actual live Zoom because he goes, I already know what the problem is. And I did send him a video how she was reacting to me. Yeah, it was my body language. My body language had to change, but I thought, how bizarre. I've been working with her for how long? How many years? And then all of a sudden, my body changes has changed, or she has changed in the way that I need to actually come into her. It was very bizarre, but man, he had it working yeah. in. One hour Zoom. Maybe that's even that level up piece. Like we tell our people all the time too. Like you can have a great day with a horse and then yes. the next time you come in, it's a different, you're in a different place. It's Absolutely. a different stimulus coming in. It's that you got to level up a little bit. Yep. And sometimes our horses, I think, do that for us as well. Oh, I right? yeah, I do agree with that. So bottom line, everybody, <laughs> look at pictures. Look at pictures even on your friends, on other certifications. Take the people out of them. On, take the people out of them and see how is the horse doing. Because I know one time I put up a, a video actually on my Facebook page. And we had out of eight horses, seven of them were laying down. One of the humans who saw that thought that was very, very bad. <laughs> like my horse never lays down. That's a bad picture. Now you see where the difference is. Yeah. Now we have to help that person understand, you know, a prey animal would not lay down. 
if they did not feel safe, safe right? Yeah. Because there is no way on earth that you are going to have a four-legged prey animal lay down so he is the most vulnerable if he didn't feel safe. And we sure as heck did not have seven horses call a king out. <laughs> Exactly. There was, that was not what was going on. It so, was just a moment. Absolutely. That was a good picture. But seriously, start looking at these horse pictures to see what is the horse actually saying. Because, man, there's just, I have to We're tell you, it. there was one picture I saw that was uh, to promote us, to promote. They were marketing their certification. This uh, certification has been around since a long time. Beyond time. Yeah. And I cried from my toes because I saw how distressed and how unsafe this horse was. And there was five humans smiling and laughing oh, chasing and <laughs> yeah, running behind it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, do you guys not see how much pain this horse is in with all these predators? And I, I just couldn't believe it. I cried from my toes. Yeah. So look yeah. at the pictures. Look at the pictures to know if it's the one for you. Even with the, there was one that I had seen as well. I didn't <gasps> cry. Did. I cursed. No. <laughs> I was mad. You said the I said the lots F of words. Word. Yeah. I did not enjoy that one. But they had written, I, and I get where they were going with it, that they were trying to get rid of all of their negativity about themselves or something along those lines, right? And they So they wrote it on the horse instead. Why? See, now I'm getting mad again. Eh? <laughs> Why, in the name of all things holy, would you take a sentient being that is that sensitive and emotional and write negativity mm -hmm. and crap all over mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. They like, don't deserve that. They don't. Nope. And yes, they can help you release, but you have to ground it, not mark it on them for yeah. heaven's sakes. Yeah, see, now I'm mad again. See? <laughs> That's there how you fast go. it goes. Gary was all quiet and sad, and now I'm ready to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we just thought that might be helpful. For any of you out there, and again, even for your own being with your own horse, it's so wonderful and so rewarding when you're living in the now with your horse and you're starting to understand the pictures he's showing you through his, his language, yeah. through his body. What What is he trying to tell you? Something is going on. Because why all of a sudden does a horse, he can't canter left? Or why all of a sudden is this horse trying to nip you? There is a reason. Yes. And we gotta figure it out. And, and it's that not takes always a while. medical. No. You know, like look yeah. into that piece, obviously take good care of your horse all the way around. But a lot of times it's well, a lot of times it is. It's us. Yeah. And we bring so much to them that they are so beautiful in taking us or helping us with. But check check in on yourself and what your intention is with all those pieces too. Absolutely. Their instincts will always be the same from wild to domestic, except we've taken them out of wild and now we're trying to replicate how they can still be well they can't be that's why we still need to know horsemanship and we still have to always be safe because the horse wants us to take that leadership mm -hmm. so it's very important that that line is not crossed 100 percent agree with that but here we take them out of the wild they were all domesticated horses now and now as humans we're refusing to listen to their language and that my friends is not right because horses speak one language globally around the world so we got to be aware of it look at the pictures see, see how, what you see yep see how it changes your relationships with horses have a great day everybody bye